Welcome to The Sipe Show. Sipe, Saskatchewan Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs, is exactly who we'll feature as we aim to connect, engage, and inspire our listeners. Here's your host, Sipe board member, owner of Sick Picks Productions, and proud Saskatchewan ambassador, Chris Sikorsky. Welcome to The Sipe Show, recording live in beautiful Treaty 6 territory. Okay, okay, we're not live, but we're live to tape, though, at the Sound Lounge with my good friend T-Bone, Audio Jedi Master. Today we're kicking off season two after a summer breather and reset. I'm excited to get back in the saddle and feature more awesome Saskatchewan talent as Sipe aims to connect, engage, and inspire our business community. Any guests you'd like to see, be sure to connect with Sipe on our various platforms. I'm really loving the long form deep dives that podcasting allows. My goal here is to continue to bring entertaining and informative guests onto the show, to stay curious as a host and produce what is hopefully exclusive content from our guests for our listeners. Okay, supporters of the show, two of my faves, Road Coffee, delicious coffee with a cause. Road Coffee is ending predatory lending for coffee farmers with their micro loan program. You can join the mission by drinking Road Coffee as your daily brew. And Prairie Proud, beautiful prairie-inspired apparel. Hey, every Christmas season, this is my go-to for friends and family. In addition to quality gear, I can feel really good about it as Prairie Proud has contributed over $100,000 and counting uh, back to various deserving charities and initiatives within the prairies. Okay, let's get after it. Our guest today is Talitha McCloskey. Talitha is passionate about building relationships and supporting others. Talitha wears many hats, including co-founder of Raise Her Co., manager of communications and public relations for the College of Registered Nurses of Saskatchewan, freelance writer with Nova Creative Co., and board and committee member for community organizations including the YWCA and Sipe Regina. Talitha likes to refer to herself as a relationship broker through her many community roles. In addition to all of that, she's currently a master's student. Raised to stand up for those who need it most, Talitha knows there's an opportunity to create and shape a community of women dedicated to supporting one another. So please welcome to the show, Talitha McCloskey. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. Welcome to Saskatoon. You've made the trip up. Uh, I really appreciate this in-person thing. It just, it beats the Zoom call. So Absolutely. Yes, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Do you have uh, a bit of a plan for, for your trip in? Yes. So uh, we drove up from Regina and um, dropped my son off at my parents' house and now have a little date night planned after this. So I'm excited. Um, Saskatoon food scene is like... 12 out of 10. It's pretty special. Yeah. So I have a couple places on the docket to go to and check out and just just eat. Yeah. Do a big like downtown food crawl. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally my dream (laughs) of all things to do in any city. So um, yeah, I'm definitely fulfilling it tonight. It should be some good people watching downtown. It is spooky season, right? Right. uh, Right. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you're dressing up or what, but. uh, Oh my gosh. I actually forgot that it's coming up on Halloween. I'm sure tonight should be a big, should be a big night. (laughs) Favorite Halloween uh, trick-or-treat candy. If I uh, put you on the spot with that. Yeah. um, I really love, uh, well, see, I'm not a huge chocolate person, but as a kid, the caramel, like, just individual squares yeah, yeah, yeah. were really nostalgic caramel for me. Inside. Yeah. Um, one time I got a passage to the Bible. That was really something. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, you know what? And to each their own in terms of um, their belief systems. But uh, at the time as, as a kid, you know, it just wasn't what I was expecting. You just, yeah, you expect like candy, a That's consumable right. thing. Right. And That's so, right. yeah, when someone gives you a book, it's just not, it doesn't hit the same. That's right. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so so how are you? What's what's going on? We had a chance to meet at Hudson's. There was mm-hmm. a crossover event, yes. and uh, it was very much in passing. But if I remember correctly, you were uh, uh, running the table uh, at some darts. Is that right? I was <laughs> running the table. So Regina Board came up to Saskatoon to have a little bit of a collab sesh uh, just after both strategic planning, just to make sure that we were on the same boat and board going forward. Um, and so, yeah, we finished the night off. We went to a rush game. And I'd never been oh, to a rush yeah. game. Incredible. Quite the party. And there was a drag queen. And I was like, this is all of the things that That's I love. That's right. I remember one. that. It was a big game last year. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, and then we went to Hudson's and there was darts. And I like probably have played darts five times in my life. And I won. Nice. And uh, so I made sure to tell everybody. I mean, <laughs> I think you got to celebrate right. the wins in yeah. life. So that's that's exactly. really cool. But yeah, yeah we cannot, uh, excuse me, we connected right away. Yes. And yeah. uh, it was so great to meet you. And it was kind of in passing, as I mentioned, I think I was uh, floor directing Telemiracle. I was in between shifts. You were. And right. uh, yeah, that's a big weekend for anyone who knows. Uh, I mean, it is a live show. And so it was off for a couple hours uh, of a nap in between shifts and then uh, and then back to it kind of thing, right? So, but it was cool to be able to connect with the Regina Board. We are a provincial organization, right? right. But with the two chapters, pretty cool to get together in the same room. So, yeah. uh, now we just had our huge Silver Spades party. Yes. Regina hosted. I unfortunately couldn't be there. So you gotta tell me everything. Where, where were some of the highlights? How did how did the big party go? So it was. Amazing. Um, actually, so my very first SIPE event was the Silver Spades Awards nice. uh, in Regina. And so that was my introduction to the organization. Uh, my friend was nominated and won. And so it was an awesome party night, an awesome celebration. And um, so I was really thrilled to be able to be able and to be involved in it this time around. So we hosted it at Local Market in Regina, which is, from what I've been told, similar to the space that was that Saskatoon had it in last yeah, yeah, year, yeah. like bricks and just like cool warehousey nice. thing. Glass um, and lumber was our was our right. venue, and they were just great. And yeah, it was yeah. a perfect venue. It was yeah. perfect size too. We sold it out. There was like a waiting list, and oh like God. I think that's kind of the energy you want to create, right? Yes. In terms of that exclusivity and and a sellout, and there was good energy. So I imagine. Uh, Regina was similar. Regina was similar. We had over a hundred attend, nice. and the it was just like felt buzzy and exciting, and um, all of our all of the nominees were absolutely incredible, um, and then the finalists were like just outstanding. Everyone was so thankful to just even be involved and be recognized, which I think is the best part for me is just to like recognize those people who are doing the work in the community. Um, so it was a fantastic night. Uh, I didn't even get to see the food. I was like too busy chatting, but apparently the food was so good too. Uh, Legacy Catering was the caterer, and they're like a nice. really cool local place. Um, and then yeah, we had some great dignitaries show up and who just like love supporting young professionals and entrepreneurs and love what Sipe's doing provincially and at our, in our local chapter. So it was just a really, really great night. Um, highlights, I would say... We, I mean, we had a champagne wall, and everyone was like, Very cool. "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. just it which kicks I know you did off. last year. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that kicks things off, right? So yeah. you walk in, and it's champagne wall, and it's like, okay, we're going, right? I think, okay, so for us, I think the balance between a professional event, mm-hmm. especially when you have some of those like uh, you know bigger dignitaries and and uh, uh, support from from levels of government, etc., right? And so. A professional event, but we gotta have fun, right? I think that's uh, that's crucial, yeah. right? So anytime you have a stuffy business event, uh, you're in trouble. So um, yeah, the uh, champagne wall, good food, good 
music by the sounds of it as well. Talk about the event itself uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of recognizing business contributions from our young professionals and entrepreneurs. Uh, It's pretty special to celebrate. I think uh, so often our heads are down and there's maybe not that chance to to celebrate. Uh, So it's a pretty special night in that sense. Maybe talk about the vibe and and why you think it's such a a big one uh, in terms of a a site party for the year. Yeah, um, I would say that... Any entrepreneur or young professional, I would say actually anyone under the age of 40, generally has this imposter syndrome where they're like, I'm not really quite good enough to be here. And I I know that's speaking very generally, and I know that a lot of people have a very good confidence level, but for a lot of people that I speak to, especially women, um, have this imposter syndrome where they're like, I just, I don't really know if I belong, and I'm not really supposed to be here, and like, I'm kind of just faking it and figuring it out the best I can. Um, But it's that exact reason that they're, they're just doing it. They're just going for it. They're trying. They're failing forward. And this is what we're recognizing. And so it's, you know, the people who have taken the chance and taken the shot and maybe not made it every single time but Mm. they've tried and so when we get to recognize the professionals and the entrepreneurs so not just the people who are building businesses but the people who are supporting businesses and supporting organizations and taking them to the next level they really are making such a big difference in this province and really setting the stage and being the leaders that we need in our province you know it's it's not just always going to be people of a certain age That's in right. power. You know, everyone is going to come and go. Other time's coming for all of us, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's hunting us down. That's right. Um, so it's just, it's really important to recognize the people who are doing it at the beginning of their career as well and not just kind of at the end when their retirement age and it kind of keeps that like momentum going and keeps people pushing forward. Very cool. I think business drives communities and so just another fantastic event. It's pretty cool how we get a chance to uh, go back and forth between Saskatoon mm-hmm. and Regina. So of course next year is Saskatoon's turn to turn it up a notch and uh, and level up, right? And so yeah. it's kind of a fun game to see who it can is. put on the best party. A really right? fun so. <laughs> um, like little competition camaraderie. I was actually listening to a, a different episode that you oh, had where you challenged <laughs> Regina that's right. That's because right. you had just finished uh, your silver spades last year, and I was like, I, th- I think we did it. I challenge think accepted. we accepted yeah, the yeah, challenge, yeah. Nice. And, we, and we did it. So yeah, very very cool. So uh, as we chat a little bit more, so mm-hmm. president of the Regina chapter, very yes. cool. What do you think uh, compels you to be part of these community groups? Uh, I know uh, the uh, YWCA, excuse me, mm-hmm. is is another board that you're part of, and so um, seems uh, like you're really compelled to be part of. Uh, the business community and uh, and women's groups as well, and we'll mm-hmm. get into more of that. But sure. uh, yeah, maybe if we back it up a little bit here, what do you think drives you in terms of getting involved with all these organizations? So I grew up with a very like community centric family, a lot of volunteering, a lot of giving back, um, and that's just been kind of in my bones and in my blood. My degree when I went to school was in international studies because like I wanted to be like a white savior and like go save the world. I mean, I think I've gotten over that complex now. Um, But I just like, I just love giving back. And I think that I'm very aware of my privilege and I'm very aware Mm. of where I stand in the world. Um, You know, I'm like middle class, I'm white. Mm. I have all these different things that are going for me. And so Mm. I try to use that to my advantage and give back to people and communities and organizations that need it, not not only just with my talents, but with my energy and with my, you know, my connections that I can possibly make and all that sort of thing. So um, it's just kind of been something that's been around me and been a part of me. And 
I'm sure that my family and particularly my husband is like, why are you always busy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm like, okay, I have to just like go to this like committee meeting or like I have this like really quick course that I have to do or I have this like event that I have to attend. The board thing can can really be a time suck, right? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, right? Yeah. So um, these events don't plan themselves and, you know, change and forward thinking, you know, these things aren't, aren't again, happening on their on their own, right? So um, yeah, it takes it takes a, a, an army of of, of dedicated, passionate people yeah. to the cause, right? So, um, yeah, so kudos for, for stepping <laughs> up. I feel like I can connect with uh, some of what you said in a sense of, you know, come from a, a pretty good background and it's like, hey, look, it is it is kind of, I recognize it as almost a, a, a duty to, to show up, mm-hmm. right? And anything less than than contributing to community is almost, is almost um, unacceptable, in right. my opinion, at least. And so um, that's really cool. Right, yeah. Tell, t- yeah, no kidding. And so let's, uh, I want to hit you with a little bit of a gift before oh. we go too far. So we have some Present. show sponsors, uh, Road Coffee, but uh, we do have something for Prairie Proud so you can dig in. Oh my goodness. So winter season is coming, so we got socks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so Cole and the gang Sask. from, hey. right? Uh, so Cole and the gang from Prairie Proud, Amazing. uh, yeah, partners of the show and, and, uh, yeah, just making sure, uh, you know, our guests are, are treated to, to something for their efforts here. So hey, these yeah. are like, like high quality, like, I think I need to work out in these they, kind of, they do things yeah. right. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's like treading through the snow or like yeah. whatever that looks like, because they're a little heavier, right? Yeah. So. They're like, this is like wicking material. This right? is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I actually came to Saskatoon um, and with no socks. So I'm oh, literally going to be no wearing kidding. these okay, amazing. later. There you go. That's so <laughs> perfect. You. I'm glad that worked out. Appreciate it. Okay, so your day gig, uh, you have so many passions outside of of your nine to five. But mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about that. So you are um, the manager of communications for the College of Nursing, uh, the manager of public relations and communications for the College of Registered Nursing of Saskatchewan. Registered nurses. Of Saskatchewan. Perfect. Okay, yeah. that is a mouthful. But, yeah. Uh, so yeah. excuse so me. So yes, you that. were right. That's right. I Close just needed enough, to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so tell me a little bit about your experience. You've been there for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, how 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 is that going? Yeah, so I started as communications specialist. Walked in with like a general knowledge of nursing because my mom is a nurse, mm. um, but just really with a passion for writing. I love writing and I love like doing that media relations and I love kind of all that stuff. So prior to, did you end up with a comms degree or uh, go through a journalism course or anything like that? Public relations certificate. Okay, cool. Um, um, and then I did an internship in Toronto where I worked with a PR agency there and we worked with like beauty brands. Um, mm. And so that was a very eye opening and, you know, enthralling experience. Um, and then I came back to Regina and I actually um, opened a marketing company with another gal. Um, and we did that for a couple of years. And then I kind of jumped around a little bit because I was in my 20s and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um, and then I went over to Hilberg and Burke where. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was an incredible experience. I met my absolute best friends that I like still have to this day there. The people are incredible and amazing. Um, nice. But I was That's just ready. really great to hear, right? Yeah. They are a Saskatchewan staple, but I, I can't say I have a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. So anytime you hear, you know, that insider story where it's like, hey, look, these are actually good people. Very good um, people. That, yeah. that is refreshing and yeah. really great to hear. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really great and a fantastic organization. And um, I you know, like their mandate is to support women and uplift Mm. women. And so that obviously connected with me and my Mm -hmm. values. Um, But then I was just ready to move into something that was more into 
what I'm actually very skilled at versus like, hey, I want to hang out with really awesome people and like support a really cool company, uh, which I loved, but I wanted to shift and kind of focus on my passions and what I'm good at. And so I moved over to the college and which actually used to be called the Saskatchewan Registered Nurses Association. Still a mouthful. Um, and uh, I did communications and uh, and then eventually took over the manager role last year. Um, and so kind of day to day, anything writing that goes in or out of the CRNS, it comes through me. Yeah. Um, I have an eye on it. I either am drafting things, I'm editing. Um, people call me the grammar police because I'm always the one Amazing. who's like moving things and changing a comma and like adding things. So I mean, when you're forward facing, someone out there is going to be the police for you. Exactly. If, if you're not doing yeah. it yourself. Yeah. So. Um, with a fine tooth comb there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, well, I, I think that's great that you mm-hmm. um, are this like a uh, firewall, um, <laughs> yeah. the way you're describing <laughs> it, right? Because it. I think there's been instances where uh, organizations could have used a sober second thought mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a, 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 an editing process or a right. final call um, to, to make sure, yeah, that everything was in line with the organization and brand. And um, so, yeah, really, really cool. So, um, are you able to speak uh, to some of you know your highlights in terms of day to day, or maybe some of the initiatives, or, or or anything like that that you'd like to share from your yeah. from your uh, from your day gig? Yeah, for sure. So we uh, we went first of all. I took a mat leave in October of 2020, um, and so then I was off from 2020 to 2021 uh, September. Um, but actually, throughout that year, I was still kind of working. I was still engaged because we did an entire rebrand. We moved from an association to solely college, which like there's a lot of poli- not politics, but there's like a lot of regulatory speak in that. So mm. I won't bore you with it. But essentially, we changed our mandate, um, and so we needed a name change with that, which also meant changing from a 106 year brand to like a brand new brand that nobody knew and shifting our focus and all of that. So that was an incredible experience to go through. The rebrand could be a huge undertaking. Oh, it is it, it was massive. However, the folks that were doing it for us, um, we we hired Taxi um, and so we had which is a cross Canadian or cross Canada organization um, agency and uh, the people that did it like the thoroughness of like mm. speaking with everyone and talking to members of the public and like doing all these things to kind of really get a good sense of who we are and what we're doing was really, really cool to be on the inside of it. I've been on kind of the outside of those rebrands or like brand right. evolutions. On the other side but, of the table, yeah. But um, to be the client in it and to just kind of like see how thorough they were and everything else, a very cool experience. Um, so then I got back in September, end of September 2021 and October 20th of 2021, we launched it. So like I wasn't even there a month and we launched this brand new brand. Um, so I think like all of the steps, all of the coordination, and the project management of that was a really great experience for me in terms of like, okay, are all of our like guns ready to go at the exact same time? Like here's where we have to like launch everything. So um, that was a very cool project to be involved in. Um, And then currently actually we're working on uh, our website revamp as we're calling it. Um, And that is also a very great experience. We worked with Zoo actually out of Saskatoon and they were Absolutely amazing. Like it was, I could not say enough things, great things about them. Um, the process while like in it, I was like, this is so tedious and this is so much. Like, why are we going through this? Yeah, but yeah. the end product. Right. Whew, 
it was amazing. So that preparation and all of those logistics and details, yeah. of course, uh, then produces uh, these great results. Uh, totally. I and don't want to name drop, but like I think they've worked with Tim Hortons and the Calgary Stampeders and like the list goes on and oh, yeah. on and on. Uh I'm sure our listeners will correct me if I'm wrong on, <laughs> on this, but yeah, like uh, they do some killer work. Oh, absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, this doesn't surprise me. No, yeah, it was um, it, like just everything, like the whole like user experience and everything that they went through. My mind does not think that way. Like if you do make me do a personality test, I'm like the big picture, like I'll see mm. the forest and like, here mm-hmm. we go, let's go. Um, I don't like detail. I mean, I like details. Because I'm so yeah. actually, I'm a conundrum. We all have our stre- uh, yeah. strengths, right? I'm, so. I'm definitely a conundrum because I like editing and I like those details, mm. but like project details are like the slow nitty gritty things. Mm. I'm like, ugh, I couldn't yeah, be bothered. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. So like, uh, I guess what are we most excited about for the rebrand? Mm-hmm. And if we think about, you know, maybe some of our missions and, you know, what we're hoping to accomplish here uh, moving forward. Uh, yeah. What, what are we excited about? Yeah. So I think the most exciting thing for me is in my role um, is that we are really like refocusing ourselves. So our, our mandate is to protect the public. That's like legally mm. our mandate. That's what we have to do. That's our role that we serve. Um, but we're really with the rebrand putting a focus back on like engaging with the public and doing public facing things, which is where my heart really sings, obviously nice. with like all the other things that I do. Um, so for instance, we are going to Agribition and we're having a booth there and we'll just be engaging with people and like telling them about our brand and telling them what we do and why we're here, why we exist. Um, and while some people might not care, at least knowing that we exist and are there for a reason to make sure that they stay safe mm-hmm. via like good nursing practice and right, all of that, right. then... That's that's great for me. That's really cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, so it doesn't stop there, <laughs> of course. No. Uh, so the thing I'm maybe most excited to talk about is Raise Her Co. Tell me everything. We have been around since October 2019. Uh, it We are, as an organization, so it's myself, my partner in crime, Skylar Gerard, and then our two moms, Gwen Keith and Marlene Smedu. We formed it um, as a way to engage and raise other leaders. So we call ourselves a for-impact, purpose-led, intergenerational organization. Um, And we have kind of three main goals through that. So first is to uh, encourage and make it more accessible leadership skill building through mentorship, through um, different courses that we have, kind of making it a lot more accessible to everyone. Uh, The second is to change the definition of leadership so that it's Mm. not a job title. It is not something that who you like what you do, but it's rather who you are. Um, And so it's that inclusive kind of behaviors, the set of skills that people have that will then propel them forward and in turn propel others forward and kind of like lift everybody up, hence raise. Um, And then the third way we do that is through advocacy. So we do a lot of advocating for different organizations, hence through the YWCA um, or Sophia House or Transition House in Regina, which are second stage uh, women's shelters. Um, And uh, it's just advocating for those issues that are most prevalent for women and girls in our community um, and beyond. 
Wow. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, an incredible initiative. Uh, tell me a little bit more about some of the events. Mm -hmm. uh, so many events over the years in terms of engaging. Um, now, is this a membership or is this a kind of, you know, come and go as you please? Uh, what does that look like in terms of people getting involved and how can people get involved? Yeah. So, sorry, I'm laughing because I feel like um, when we started, we were something entirely different than what we are now. So when we started in October of 2019, we were like membership based. Got Events it. were open to everybody, but we had like this very specific membership idea. Um, and then in March of 2020, uh, COVID happened. And so we were like, uh-oh, we have to shift what we're mm -hmm. doing. Um, and through that, a lot of things, like a lot of social justice things came up and we found ourselves very involved. And we found ourselves being looked at by the community as like, what are you going to say about it? What are you mm -hmm. going to do about it? Um, and so we took that on, again, from that place of privilege of like, okay, I feel supported to do this. I feel feel like I have enough knowledge. I feel like I can, I feel confident to like take the mic and say something. Um, so from this membership base, we actually just had a, a brand evolution, as we mm, call it. Another um, rebrand. Another rebrand. Those are hot right now. <laughs> yeah, apparently everyone's doing them. Um, and uh, so in October, actually, just this like just the beginning of this month, uh, we did a brand evolution. And with that, we dropped officially the membership because we wanted to make it as inclusive as possible and like make sure that everyone can access everything at all times. Um, so yes and no to the membership question. Mm -hmm. Yes, used to be. No mm -hmm. anymore. Um, anyone is welcome. Any gender, any any race, any class, anybody from anywhere can come to any of our events. Um, so previously we've done like our most recent, I would say big conference that we did was last fall and we focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion um, in the workplace. In the workplace, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's a very big topic right now that people are trying to kind of get their heads around and make sure that they do right. Mm -hmm. So we brought in a couple speakers to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion from like a workplace standpoint and then also just like what it means for a community member who would fall into a um, minority group mm -hmm. of sorts. Um, and then we had a lot of like table talk discussions. So we're all about, okay, learn it, but then go do something about That's it. Right. Um, yeah. So we had a lot of table talk discussions. Everyone was kind of forced to put their stuff into action. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think from what people told us, it, they had a really great time. They learned a lot. Um, and so that's kind of what our events focus on or like take the thing and then go do the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was the most recent one. We also had a really great International Women's Day event uh, in March. And we partnered with Avana, which is a home building company in Regina, and gave proceeds to the YWCA. <laughs> they kind of always come nice. up for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and we featured... A bunch the the theme for that past year was about equity and because we wanted to feature a bunch of different speakers from our community and talk about what equity means to them and like how that looks and how that shows up. Nice. Um, and so and I, that shows up for different people in different ways and having those perspectives is really huge. Um, so yeah, our, our our events also always feature leaders in the community, mm -hmm. meaning, while, you know, other places or other organizations will bring in people from Toronto or Vancouver mm. or like the States or wherever, uh, we have amazing people 
in our province. Right here locally. Yeah, yeah. who we want to feature, who deserve to have the spotlight on them, whether they sometimes want it or not. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what we, we bring to the table in that sense. So uh, there's a lot to unpack here. And I just <laughs> want to dive deeper into, uh, you know, several of the things that you mentioned, right? Okay, so, you know, you talked about in the heat of COVID and the pandemic, and uh, there was a lot of social justice coming to mm-hmm. light as well. Um, you talked about the community looking to raise her co uh, as, as kind of a, a, a leading voice and, and yeah, just uh, for guidance potentially. Mm-hmm. What kind of weight does that uh, hold for, for someone like yourself and your partner? Um, and I guess what kind of maybe training or um, education are you, you know, maybe currently or have you done in the past to, um, yeah, to be, you know, so graceful and to uh, tackle such things? Um, mm-hmm. These these are these are challenging, hard topics in a lot of ways. Um, how do you approach that? Yeah, I think um, so. When you're like in the social justice or equity, diversity, inclusion, belonging, accessibility area. Um, there, like there's not a master's degree, there's not a certificate. I mean, there are certificates now, but like there's there's not really a lot of like formal education you can do because it changes every single mm. day because things happen that you then have to pivot and be adaptable to. So uh, Skylar and I, first of all, we don't, are, it's not just us. We have an advisory council as nice. well who uh, provide us guidance and provide us you know, further education. Um, if we need to speak on a certain topic or we look to them to speak on that topic. Um, so it's it's kind of an ongoing process. Um, in terms of being turned to by the community, we do the best due diligence that we possibly can um, and also just ask for grace when we are speaking about things. We've been challenged on a lot mm. of things. You know, one of our um, I've, t- I've told this story a few times at, like, at a conference because people ask something similar where it's like you're speaking about really like sensitive things mm-hmm. and what if you get it wrong? And we do get it wrong. Um, we One of our original and still to this day um, values is inclusivity. And we were challenged by an Indigenous person who said you're not being inclusive in this way. Um, and so I think the initial thought and feeling for most people is to like buckle up, armor up to be like, no, I'm right. Or like, I don't care what you think or something along those lines. Mm. Um, But immediately we were like, wow, first of all, that's a scary thing to do for someone to reach out and be like, hey, you're wrong. Because I think that people don't want to engage in conflict a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. Um, And so, and then the other thought was, thank you. Like that actually is a very great course correction that you just provided us, Mm. Um, a great perspective we didn't think about because that's not our space that we live in. And so we never thought of it that way. Um, so thank you for that, for that challenge. And it's being open to grow exactly and hear from different groups. Yeah. And we talk a lot about also um, calling others in versus calling others out in a way that's then, you know, a lot more positive, a lot more um, progressive that you can like actually move forward. Calling out often is like, you did this wrong, like focusing on the past. I mean, that kind of sounds like uh, political parties. Uh, uh, yeah. That's just like if you listen to, go, unfortunately, yeah. right? If you listen to, uh, you know, the like every battle that they have at the legislative mm-hmm. building, that's kind of what it is. Um, but that's we've seen it's like not actually doesn't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm really. Um, so it's it's so much more important to make sure that 
first of all, you can maybe offer some something to someone in the way of like, hey, I don't actually know if you knew this or if you thought about it in this way, but like make sure that you just, you know, consider this perspective or mm-hmm. read this article or like reference this person who's speaking about it on their social platforms or whatever mm-hmm. um, to kind of make those changes and make that difference. Really cool. Um, thank you for your work that you're oh, doing. You. <laughs> uh, this is all very important and very, um, you know, inspiring, inspiring work. I think uh, when I learned about Razor Co. and some of the additional work you're doing, in addition to, um, you know, the president of the Cypregina chapter, mm-hmm. um, it was like, okay, like there's something here. And these are big conversations, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if you'll allow me to dive even deeper. <laughs> okay, here we go. Because <laughs> uh, this is where the fun happens, Absolutely. right? Um, yeah. And maybe where growth happens and... Um, um, yeah, let's let's go for it here. Okay. So, okay, you talked about inclusion in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So sometimes um, the question comes up, well, how can this be um, not taken as tokenism? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and how do I navigate this? And there's been some critique and um, I know that's maybe a challenge. And so is it all about coming from, you know, the right place and a good place and, a, you know, an open heart and, yeah. and, and that kind of approach? Um, yeah. Um, is that something that you've uh, seen and that's come up? And, and how do you maybe answer some of those questions? Yeah, uh, definitely. That's come up. It's, I think, so for a lot of organizations, as I mentioned, this is on their radar of that diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility or belonging. Um, and they want to check a box for their annual report or, you know, to report back to mm. the board or whatever it is. Um, and it seems like people can see through that now, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, I think, first of like taking the Indigenous perspective of nothing about us without us. Um, so including mm. those perspectives in anything that you're doing, whether mm-hmm. it is Indigenous or, you know, accessibility related things or just an overall diversity. If you're talking about diversity, like make sure the people that you're talking to are diverse Mm. and not just, you know, like a handful of the, I mean, no offense, like white men Mm -hmm. who work somewhere. Hey, it's pretty hard to be a straight white guy these days, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you guys have it really hard. God, I feel so bad for you. Um, So I believe it was action item uh, 41 Mm -hmm. um, that you have aligned yourself with, uh, Raise Her Co, um, in regards to partnering with Indigenous communities and, 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 and fighting to, you know, actually see some action. Mm-hmm. Um, can you describe uh, your efforts there and, and, mm-hmm. and share a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, when we were looking at the calls to action in like a way that would be productive and not performative um, for us to align with, uh, we, you know, looked through them and, and dove deep into them and found that the ones related to uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls um was the one that hit home the hardest for us. I think just like personally, like that's just really, really hard to grapple with. Um, And that also, you know, Saskatchewan has the highest rate of sexual violence um, and domestic violence. And so like that's also just something homegrown that we have. Um, And then also that our organization focuses on leadership, but like people can't access being a leader or feel like they're a leader when they aren't safe and when they aren't Mm. um, empowered and when they aren't in a place that like will allow them to be who they want to be and protect them. So that's where we came from. Um, Some of the organizations that we've worked with include uh, the Comeback Society, which is based in Regina. Uh, Alicia Moreau founded it, and she's absolutely incredible. Um, She's done a lot of really great work in terms of it's not necessarily related to um, uh, 
missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls, but um, it's related to bringing culture, Indigenous culture, back to places like schools Amazing. and workplaces. Cultural yeah. preservation. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and so she's done a really great job with that organization and we love supporting her. Um, and then YWCA, of course, um, and Sophia House and Transition House, again, those, those second stage houses that we've uh, worked with. Um, and then we are also just like pursuing getting an elder to hopefully come and work with us to just be As a an little advisor bit... of sorts. Or exactly. Console? Yeah. yeah. Um, because it is a, like a, a it's, you don't want to be performative about it. Um, and I also don't want to come out, come it out, at, out of it and, you know, feel like I didn't really learn anything and that I am check, checking a box or mm. trying to tick a box. So, um, yes, yeah, so we've worked with a lot of different indigenous organizations and do the best that we can to support um, while also it being like also just showcasing and like sharing the spotlight or like passing the mic entirely because it's not our realm. Someone else can speak to it more than we can. Right, right. Okay, yeah. So not claiming to be an expert on everything, no. <laughs> but of course, at least creating a space yeah. uh, or a stage or a theater for different groups and partners to, you know, uh, shine and to be experts uh, in yeah. their uh, avenue. Exactly, yeah. Really, really cool. Um if we if we think a little bit about Regina uh, mm-hmm. as a whole and and maybe uh, the city and what's going on, um, okay. So SIPE, uh, Saskatchewan organization. Uh, our guests have been a little bit more local, as as uh, you know, a lot of them I've partnered with through personal relationships here, but. It's so great to have a Regina perspective here. <laughs> um, so as I look at Regina and you know go through the latest, you know it's new arena, it's new library, it's new aquatic center, it's all the same things that we're working on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in tandem almost like yeah. or at the same at the same time it's like looking into a mirror yep. almost and Twin so yeah, yeah right so um i guess what would your hopes be for the business community which you know can um include some of those um you know tourism and uh leisure uh facilities mm-hmm. and uh yeah i guess um are you are you in, involved in any um, of those conversations or talks about the future of the city and and what Regina looks like? And you know, um, are you able to in ten years um, take your your little one to to these new am- amenities and to really enjoy what um, Regina can and hopefully will be? Um, how does that make you feel? And and what's your hopes and dreams? I know you're a city planner, right? So it's no. kind of like pie in the sky, <laughs> yeah. uh, just dreaming here. But um, yeah, what's the latest as someone who lives, works, and plays? in Regina. Yeah, so actually um, twice now uh, the mayor of our city, Sandra Masters has partnered with SIPE to do a, an event called Young Minds Gathering uh, so we did that last October I want to say, and then in March of this year, um, and it was uh, a way for young people in the pro- or in our city so they had to be under the age of 35 to come and share perspectives. Uh, so Sandra shared of what kind of what's coming up, but then also asked what matters to you? Why, like, what do you want to see in your city? Because you live here and, you know, you're going to be taking things over and you're going to be using these things. So what matters to you? Um, and it was just a really great productive um, opportunity to 
again, share perspectives and to listen to young people who don't necessarily get the mic or get a chance to, you know, speak Hmm. at those city planning table meetings and that sort of thing. That community engagement with all sorts of different perspectives, pretty great, right? So, um, you know, good on Sandra and and, and Regina for, you know, taking that part seriously. And so, um, yeah, really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a part that you're, you know, um, we talked about all sorts of development. Is is there something that you're, you know, most excited about or that you feel Regina could just really benefit from? Um, Again, just in the perspective of someone who lives yeah. there? Um, I think, so something that actually just opened up, which I didn't even get a chance to go to this summer, was we have a brand new like pool facility in our That's West right. Park. I saw that. Uh, and it is, it looks so cool. There's it looks like a, great. Yeah, a lazy and, river, and like yeah, yeah. a water slide. and Additionally, accessible and everything's looks accessible. good, right? Yeah. In terms of a modern design. Yeah, it's all accessible. And I think it's like, Okay, don't quote me on this. I think it's like $3 to get in or like $4. So again, like really affordable. Um, And I've like saw lineups out the door. And yeah, I so I can't wait to go see that Mm because I think that's something that my son, who's he just turned three. So like in the coming years. He'll be fired up. Yeah, Yeah. he will. That's birthday parties. On that place. Exactly. Yeah, spend the summer there. Yeah, exactly. So that's something that I'm really excited to check out. Um, I think also just like the... Politically, I think the aquatic center and the library and all these things are like really contentious subjects Mm. for Regina because it's taking down things that have been there for a really long time and like, and I don't want to get involved in those like contentious subjects because either way, I I feel like you're you're really good at this game, right? Like, uh, not to say that like inclusivity is contentious, right? But like uh, heavy conversations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do enjoy the heavy conversations. I think that I don't know enough though about those topics to speak on them. Yeah, I'm like, I'll let someone else talk about them. However, I do love the idea of like a new aquatic center. Mm -hmm. I think that that would be the one that we have. I like, I think is shut down a lot of the time because. There's like These places issues. shouldn't be crumbling. No, right, right yeah. Fine line between, of course, bankrupting uh, your city. I think like for a lot of people here in, in Saskatoon, mm-hmm. you talked about a contentious issue. Um, you know, it comes down to property tax, right? Always, and yeah. so uh, the funding model that's proposed, at least loosely at this point, uh, doesn't lean on uh, property ta- uh, tax increase, at least oh. in Saskatoon. And so I'm not sure if Regina wants to explore uh, a, huh. a similar model or, or what that looks like. Um, so I think getting that message out there yeah. uh, you know, straight up black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily selling it one way or another, but it's like, hey, look, th- here's the facts. Yeah. Um, uh, could maybe enlighten a lot of people and change the narrative to, yeah, um, yeah the response and and that overall, um, yeah, feel about the future of of our of our cities, right? right? Exactly. So yeah. You've talked a little bit about uh, the YWCA. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did that partnership come up? And you know, what are what are they working on in Regina? And what are you proud about in terms of that partnership? So uh, with the YWCA, the CEO Melissa Coomber Benson um, is like a huge advocate of ours. Um, we, when we were first kind of pitching, thinking about the idea of Raise Her Co., we went to a bunch of community leaders and we're like, hey, this is what we're thinking about. D- is there a spot for it? Like, do you care? Is it needed? 
Is there anything that we should do differently? Is there like a gap in what you're doing that maybe we could fill? Mm. Um, and so Melissa was one of those people and was absolutely super supportive and provided so much guidance. She spoke at our very first conference. She's just been such a huge champion of ours. Uh, so since then, we've kind of just been like arm in arm. We try to support them as much as possible. They support us. A lot of our events, we've raised money for them. Um, we've been on lots of their committees mm. and have just done a lot of different work. Uh, so, and most recently, our partnership was with the International Women's Day event, um, and we just gave all of the money to them and said, please go do this with what you will. Um, they're currently building a new uh, center in in downtown Regina, which I think is like four blocks from where it currently is. But it's kind of those same issues that we talked about where like it's like the current one is like falling apart mm. and like not the greatest. And so this one is going to be super accessible and have a very heavy indigenous perspective brought into it. Like a he- I think there's um, a smudge smudging. For smudging. Yeah. yeah right. And like there's like a healing area and all these different things. Um, so that's a very exciting initiative. And so a lot of the fundraising that we currently do is to raise money for that. Um you know, I, I think that they are they just are launching their um, Women of Distinction Awards, too. So we've been on that committee. Nice. Um, that's one of my favorite events of the year. They've just done, like, really cool things to make it not a stuffy gala, but to make it, like, a fun party. That's what our Sipe favorite, does. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sipe is so good at that. So awesome. um, obviously I love those things where it's, like, just gets to be a celebration more than anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And some of the stories that come from these parties, I mean, like oh, yeah. it, it kind of just, you know, dang, I got to attend next year, right? Like, I mean, and, and, and that's, I don't know. Uh, of course, there's, you know, all the due diligence and uh, um, yeah, the formal agenda, but course, like, yeah. let's have some fun, right? Yeah. I do think that is that is crucial to these events. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of business can be done while you have fun. Absolutely, you know? yeah. In terms of creating relationships and, and connecting further. And so mm-hmm. I think as long as you're not like floor licking drunk and like <laughs> right. saying something <laughs> sexist or homophobic or racist, yeah. uh, then I think we're in, we're in good shape kind of thing right so you can still have fun right so um yeah very cool um we kind of bounce around a little bit here but that's okay squirrel um (laughs) what do you think uh you know what do you think drives you we talked a little bit about you know your community involvement and engagement but in terms of you know really standing up for uh you know women in your community and uh racer co uh, the partnership with uh ywca what do you think uh drives you and I guess why mm-hmm. why do you do what you what you do it sounds like a lot um, but it sounds like yeah you're incredibly passionate about it and it's fulfilling mm-hmm. so what do you think makes you tick that's a very heavy question um, but I actually just did a course uh, so I did the dare I'm, I'm certified dare to lead trained which is like the Brene Brown training oh, cool um kelly garrett offered it in regina and like i literally finished like last night at five um and so, so what makes it like uh brene brown certified like uh, does she you know work directly with brene and yeah. then and then she's teaching from there yeah or? she was trained by brene cool. and like handpicked to be one of the, her facilitators yeah. of this course um and so like a lot of it it's all based on the dare to lead book and dare to lead you know examples and like mentality um of being vulnerable and to be a leader and um so 
something that we had to do within that was like look at our values. And I feel like I know my I can you know list off my values very easily. Things that I are important to me um, and that make me tick. But we had to pick two. Hmm. And I was like, oh no, I have like yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah, it's like wait a second, this yeah. is leaving things out. Yeah, and I'm like, but everything's important. Yeah. Um, actually, this is like a side story, but I worked with a graphic designer. Um, shout out Sarah, and she said to me once. If everything is bolded, then nothing then is bolded. Nothing is right. Yeah. If you stand for everything, you uh, yeah. fight for nothing. Or yeah. Something what did like Hamilton that, say? Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we uh, we just got into some uh, Greek philosophers in in Greece. Uh, there's, oh, there uh, uh, As we just got back from a recent trip, and yes, so yeah. my brain is still like oozing out of my ears with all of the philosophy and and yeah. uh, history lessons. But yeah. like, uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah. we won't quote the exact. Uh, oh yeah. Well, from Hamilton, <laughs> it's if but... you stand for nothing, what do you? Follow? for mm. um anyways that yeah uh anyways so my values coming out of that was uh respect which i think comes from like so many different things which is like respect for other people's cultures respect for you know body autonomy respect for mm. um where like what people want to say and do with their lives kind of respect and all that in all of those ways um but my other value was curiosity and mm. i think that's like the biggest thing for me is i ask so many questions. I mean, you experienced that when I came in here. I was like, what about this? Yeah, what about what, that? <laughs> what, when, where, why? <laughs> yeah, like I just am so curious. And Skylar, my business partner, is the exact same way. Um, she is just so curious about everything. And so I think that's like what keeps me going is that I'm just curious and I want to know and I want to do better. Um, and I think that when and now I'm like dropping all these names, Michelle Obama, when you know better, you do better. Um, because then like, and that's how I want to show up in the world is to be the best person that I can be now, especially with a son. I want to make sure that when he looks at me, he's proud of me and he knows that I'm doing the best that I can and that the world will hopefully be a better place after I leave it. Very, very cool. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. So in business, I know with our community here in Saskatoon, uh, it doesn't just happen. And so we have, you know, plenty of support systems, Saskatchewan Blue Cross uh, being one of them as a big time sponsor. And mm -hmm. uh, we've just been fo so fortunate for uh, organizations, businesses to, you know, rise up, step up and to respect and appreciate, uh, mm -hmm. you know, what SIPE is doing in the business community and hopefully the leaders of tomorrow uh, mm -hmm. in our city. So uh, can you tell me a little bit about Regina's scene and, and, and what does that support look like uh, in YQR? Yes, the VYQR. That's right. Um, so I I think that um, Saskatoon maybe has is more known for like the entrepreneurial community because Regina is very like government town. Mm -hmm. We have quote, the university unquote. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but I think that if everyone were to think that way, that they would be wrong because Regina has a very you know bustling and really great business community, especially with entrepreneurs, um, and we have some really great supports and champions of those entrepreneurs and whether it be like in tech or egg or retail or anything. Um, so I would do kind of a first shout out to Audacity YQR, which is a group of people who are all volunteer and they're just doing it for the sole purpose of kind of sim similar mentality, I guess, maybe as raise her, but it's like doing it for the sole purpose of raising up and supporting other business leaders and making sure that the business community is collaborative opposed to competitive. Um, and so through that, they host events, they do business features, like you can you can be like Audacity certified, um, which is nothing really, except you just get to be, you know, featured on their 
their platforms and all that kind of stuff. And so they're just doing really great work in terms of like bringing a community of business owners and entrepreneurs together. Um, another one through that and then in partnership with Economic Development, Regina, um, Wesk and FHQ Developments is uh, Hive YQR. Um, and so through that, that's like more of like an actual mentorship in, I would say, informal mentorship program, but they nice. do things for businesses as well, yeah, like for yeah. business leaders and for um, or business owners rather, and for entrepreneurs. Um, and so, it's really about support. It's not just like about okay, here's like how you do a financial spreadsheet or mm. like balance your books or whatever. It's like here's your thought process and here's what you need to do and know and learn to be the best leader that you can be to support others in this to make sure that your business thrives um and so i think that's really fantastic and then also i need to also talk about wesk because wesk is incredible in terms of like women's entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. of saskatchewan entrepreneurs of saskatchewan um Miriam Johnson is the CEO there and like she just took over and they are doing fantastic things, especially for women entrepreneurs. And so that's in Regina and Saskatoon and beyond in rural areas. And so if anyone is listening and is a a woman entrepreneur and wants to be involved in that, too, they are they offer like incredible supports for if you're like, I think I have an idea. They'll look at your business plan like there's business plan outlines, all that kind of stuff. So. I've yeah. heard uh, nothing but great things. Uh, mm-hmm. So Wesk has a, quite a strong presence here yeah. in Saskatoon as well. And uh, there's, yeah, tons of success stories are coming out of the, the organization there in terms of providing those supports. So mm-hmm. really, really cool. There's been a few Chamber, NSBA, Wesk kind of combined nice. events. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's always been a treat. So, yeah. um, and they have a big party that I think uh, goes back and forth from Saskatoon to Regina yes. uh, yeah. as well. This year was in Regina. It was in Regina, so yeah. it's in Saskatoon next year. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, their well, gala. I'll circle yeah. it for Kirsten. Okay, there you go. Um, are, are, you should go too. Okay, so everyone's invited. Yeah, everyone's, okay, always. perfect. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because sometimes it's you know maybe a little bit more exclusive to you know girls' night out. Yeah, but it's. I think that in those situations, I and like maybe this is where the barrier comes in is that men often don't feel like they should go or sure. that they're welcome. But I think that in any type of advocacy, you need the people who are often the ones who are like doing the wrong thing to be involved in the conversation. Like, so like, that's why, you know, white people should be involved in the conversations about racism. Because it's like, we're the ones who are generally doing the racist things. If you're all speaking, sorry, if an organization or cause is speaking to all like-minded people in the room, that's probably not going to move the needle much, right? So... Um, yeah, so that's really cool. I have been to a few Wesk events. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, there's yeah. been a few socials, uh, and they've been just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I believe it was um, Heather Adams and Terry Yolan that both were featured oh, yeah. um, in terms of their uh, story, and Sean yeah. and Nelson facilitates, and it's just the best. And yeah. so, um, yeah, just a group of, 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 of beauties and people that are you know, uh, large players here mm-hmm. in, in Saskatoon mm-hmm. business community that we're really proud of and, and love to see um, showcase like that. Awesome. So, um, do you have uh, do you have a, maybe a highlight uh, from your your efforts with Razor Co? Um, it's been uh, several years, mm-hmm. and uh, like you said, the growth has just been tremendous. <laughs> and so, um, is there anything that stands out in terms of? Um, yeah, it's like, wow, you know what, we're really making an impact here and, and mm-hmm. the fruits of our labors are paying off. Or maybe uh, there's a, uh, a story or uh, a bit of um, of a review that's that's maybe come back or some feedback mm-hmm. where um, there's a success story. Does, does anything come to mind or or, you know, what's what's some of your top uh, memories in that sense? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think you highlighted the word impact, and that is super important to us, is that, again, we call ourselves for impact, but it's not because we are anything but, but we also need to want to make an impact. And so we measure things and we're like, do a lot of surveys and we have a lot of those kind of um, things that we look at to make sure that we're actually doing something. Um, And so like a highlight is... I, I'm hesitating because it was, again, a little bit contentious, but um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Experience Regina. Regina. <laughs> Back uh, me up here, Timon, with keys and pads, and we can do the whole song. Oh, It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Experience Regina it was the tourism... Uh, kind of rebrand, our community looked to us to say something about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was one of the situations where we had like an inbox full of people being like, Hmm. what's happening? Like, you need to say something, Mm -hmm. you need to do something. Um, And so we reviewed it and we did say something. Um, But again, in that instance of like calling in versus calling out. That's right. And making it a little bit more productive in terms of like, hey, this wasn't right, Mm -hmm. but um, you you can do these types of things Mm -hmm. to make it better. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was an interesting one. Um, the news did hit here in, in Saskatoon, it hit like and New York, New York Times, Times yeah. and 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 so yeah. I mean, I think uh, you know it was kind of what I was alluding to earlier, honestly, okay. without uh, <laughs> you know naming names and yeah, saying yeah. anything in terms of that firewall and yeah. it's like you know how did this get by everyone? Yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, that that response is interesting. Are mm-hmm. we you know calling for people's heads or are mm-hmm. we offering some grace? And it's like okay, you know what we're gonna be better and know better and do better exactly um and take responsibility yeah. so i yeah. think like it's the whole count of words you want to come back for another episode <laughs> just on I this literally <laughs> can um but i mean like and that kind of was like took over my entire life because at that point skylar had a three-week-old baby oh. um and so she was like i can't and i was like okay i got it don't worry about it uh but um I think just like as like put this whole conversation into a bow is that it's talking first about like impact and like what the impact on the community had. And so thinking about like having those diverse people at a table and running it past more than, you know, like your bros. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the case, but like, right. you know, like not just the people that you work with intimately who think the same as you do mm-hmm. and see everything the same as you do, but bringing in a group of people who can actually provide really great focus group and provide a lot more insight into Mm -hmm. how this could be taken in different contexts. Um, And then also this is another example of when we had a lot of people after we said something, reach out to us and say, thank you for saying something. Um, I don't feel safe to say anything Mm -hmm. publicly Mm -hmm. or I can't because of my job um, or because it's too tied to government. And so so there's just like a lot of these things where like, yeah, we people had feeling muzzled or, or yeah. what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So not, that might not be the right uh, term exactly, but yeah, yeah I think hands we, tied a yeah, little bit, yeah. I would say. Um, hmm. And and respect. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, my workplace knows that I do raise her. Mm-hmm. They support that I do raise her. Um, we are, you know, I am supported to be who I exactly who I am and show up as exactly as I am. I'm like a huge champion of EDI in our workplace, and we're doing a lot of different shifting things because of that. Um, so, I, again, it's just like that. I had the autonomy, I had the safety, I had the the support, I had all these things to be able to do it, and so 
I, uh, we did. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Uh, way to stand up and, uh, and comment on, you know, the current events, even if they're a little sticky sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, speed round. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> a, a treat, you know, uh, some of the conversations were quite moving uh, and, 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 you know, a little heavier at times, right? And so, um, but we do want to have some fun here okay. as well. And uh, so we'll hit you with speed round. Uh, we just have a few questions here at the end. So what are you currently reading? Oh, gosh. I actually just finished a book like on the way up here called uh, One of Us is Dead, which is like, I think speaks volumes to what Talitha has going on in her mind. Um, but I'm also... Like, is this re- a fiction book? Yeah, it's a fiction okay, book. Yeah, sure. yeah, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> don't don't look it up. Um, and then I'm also reading uh, a book called Word Slut, which is oh. like a feminist look at words, which I feel like is both of my worlds combining into one. And it's really great. Very cool. Yeah. Wordsmithing and just yeah. the whole thing. Well, it's just like like the history of like where words come from and like how it's been changed to like mean a different thing. Anyways, for my brain, I'm like, yes, it's amazing. But I feel like I could benefit from this. Words it's, are hard. It's Words are hard, <laughs> honestly. Word Slut by Amanda Montel. Very cool. Best piece of advice. This is a hard one. Um, I would take away from my course that I just did, which is that just remember that everyone at all times is doing the best they possibly can mm. in that moment. Um, and so I think that hopefully will shift people, that shift in my perspective in the mm. way that it's like, you're just doing the best that you can with yeah. what you have right now. And so if that means that you're showing up 10%, that's okay. That is a great practice. I mm-hmm. do feel um, it allows, you know, when you remind yourself of this yes. in, in the moment, it's hard. Um, yeah. you know, you, you, you just allow people more grace and yeah, it just feels like you're not as triggered, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And so um, I think that perspective and energy just promotes conversation yeah. more so. Absolutely. So really, really cool. <laughs> um, okay. And favorite um, travel destination uh, thus far? Oh, uh, I went to Australia with my husband. Well, like cool. we were only dating. I think we I think we booked it. We were like dating for like three months and we booked it for a year, like the following year. And we were like, if anything, we got to stick together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this no long. kidding. I mean, that's a big test yeah. right there. Well, then we got married. So I think it worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So success. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Australia was absolutely incredible. Um, my favorite place was the Whitsundays. Um, okay. It's like an island. There are like a set of islands kind of up in the northeast. Um, and we went to this beach called White. Haven Beach and it's like the best place and so we named our son Haven after no it. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, did you get to Byron Bay? Yes, Byron Bay was amazing. That's a vibe. So it I hear I actually haven't been to Australia. Yes. Uh, but Kirsten did three months uh, there oh, years ago before okay. we met and so she has all these legendary stories of skydiving and Byron Bay and Byron the Great Bay. Barrier Reef and yeah, so. It's cool. Very, it's like very cool. total hippie surfer town. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much, Talitha. Is there anything you. you'd like to leave our listeners with? Uh, mm-hmm. You're a champion for uh, inclusivity and women's rights in uh, Regina and, uh, and you know, contributing to the business community through SIPE and uh, the list goes on. And yeah. so uh, it's been pretty cool to chat and to uh, learn your story more. Uh, is there you. anything you'd like to leave our listeners with uh, to wrap the show? Um, I think please follow Raise Her Co. on socials. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. We are launching, launching new programs 
programs. We are doing a podcast. Yes. Uh, so surprise, surprise. Um, and uh, yeah, please. So please do that. And then also, if you're from Saskatoon and you're ever in Regina, please follow Cyber Regina because we also host a lot of really cool events, and we would love to see people out there. Um, and uh, and yeah, and also just be nice to one another because that just makes the world a better place. <laughs> be nice to people, and yeah. uh, further, mm-hmm. be kind. Kind. Because I'm learning uh, yeah. that nice and kind are two different things. They are different. Yes, kind kindness is definitely better. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So small amendment. So, okay, yeah. so amendment there. Change yeah. that. Just <laughs> rewind it, and uh, yeah, be be kind to Not one another. Not to critique your beautiful sentiment. No, thank it you. Was great. Thank yeah. you. No, that's perfect. <laughs> be kind. Hey, look at you're doing better at words than I am right now. So that's perfect. <laughs> Even a blind squirrel finds uh, nut or whatever a few times a day. So that works. <laughs> perfect. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, that's episode nine in the bag. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Sipe Show featuring Saskatchewan's business community. From the sonically satisfying Sound Lounge, I'm your host, Chris Sikorsky, proud Sipe board member and owner of Sick Picks Productions. I'll leave you with a quote from ancient Greece. Socrates said, all I know is that I know nothing. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Sipe on all social platforms to stay in the loop and keep up to date on our latest events. Till next time, cheers team. The Sipe Show. Be sure to subscribe. For more info on Sipe, our events, and how to access professional volunteer and community opportunities in Saskatchewan, visit sype.ca. Produced at Sound Lounge by T-Bone.